everything was coming through so strongly with all of the channeling. And I had downloaded this new form of energy healing. And, you know, it's like, if God comes in front of you and tells you what to do, are you going to be like, no, you know, that's like, <laughs> like how I felt. I was like, okay, well, this is what I need to do. At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. so excited that you're here today because I have an amazing conversation coming with the guests of today, Christina Rice. We, we get super multidimensional, but we also bridge the gap of that multidimensionality with superhuman conversations and tools and practical tools that you can take out of this episode today. So I am so, so excited for what's to come. And before we get into that, I want to say that I'm calling all the leaders and all the coaches and all the mentors and the light workers are listening to this conversation because my next channel transmission, Lead the Way, The Art of Holding Transformational Space, it's something that all the new leaders right now need. We're moving into unapologetically stepping into our magic and as the leaders that we are stepping into being, we've got to know how to work our energy and connect with higher frequency to learn how to set boundaries, how to set energetic standpoints to keep our light shining. So this live transmission will cover how to learn to be the strongest energy of the room and to make our energy work for us. You know what I mean? Like we have this amazing energy that we are and we just don't know yet how to work it. So we have a lot of leaks and we have a lot of unsettled unsettled boundaries. And then people get in our energy, we get in their energy and that's not how it works. We're ready to hold, save a space for people to find themselves in our energy. So this entire 90 minute live transmission is going to be about holding the vibe, being content contagious, being magnetic, and leading from a place of sovereignty and understanding of energies. We're so ready for this. These are such an exciting times to be alive, and this is going to be a very sexy and powerful shift that we all get to create as the leaders of the new age. So if you're interested in Lead the Way, you can go ahead in the show notes and you'll find the link to register and it's going to happen next week, March 18th at 7.30 p.m. Central European time. But if you can't make it live, you can also watch the replay, which will be as strong and powerful. I hope you join us because it's going to be so much magic. And now back to our episode. I met Christina last year through one of our mentors and I loved Christina's way of merging the business with the spiritual because at the time she was going through this huge transformation and rebranding in her business and I love, love, love the way she's moved talking about leaders, talking about leaders. She moved into this multidimensional leadership and she has downloaded amazing things since she has gone all in into that department. So Christina is an intuitive business mentor, channel, and manifestation expert who helps people raise their frequency, tap into intuition, and manifest abundance. Christina is a founder of Ahai 7D Energy Healing, which we get into. It's going to be an amazing conversation. And she has also coached thousands of individuals in spiritual growth, business development, brain rewiring, and optimizing their wellness. I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. You're going to get so much out of this. So without further ado, let's dive right in. So exciting. Okay. So I've been, you know, I had this horrible, horrible week last week. So I live in Sweden 
and as many of you know, and the winter, I've never had a full winter here. So no light. We've, we've seen the sun, I think like three times in the last two months. And that is really hard. So as a project, as a not projector, as a reflector, I'm reflecting all the people around me. I'm reflecting the weather. I'm reflecting the environment. And I was like, what is going on? I usually ask myself, like, is this like winter depression? Like what is going on? And the thing about that is like, I just needed to change the sceneries. I needed to move. I needed to do something different. I needed to take myself through all those heavy emotions. And I think that as a collective too, we're moving through some heavy, heavy, heavy Mm -hmm. cleansing. And anyway, so after that, I've been downloading so much. (laughs) I felt like I just needed to clear the space and been working with so many new um, programs are happening. There is new uh, master classes happening this month and just so much magic. So that's, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be, I can't imagine not seeing the, the sun. Like I, I don't think I could, I could handle it. I'm not built I mean, for you it. live in California, right? Yeah. I live in, C- I live in San Diego, so it's pretty sunny here. Uh, yeah. So then I used to live in LA and when I came here, it was summer. So that was great. And then the first winter that I was here, I think I was here just a few months and then I left for LA too. So all the winters that I've been here, I've left for either Colombia, where my family is, or or LA. But having a full winter here, it's it's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real struggle. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not I'm not built for it. I'm I like to I could like do a dose of that, but I don't think long term I could do it. I'm definitely sensitive to my environment. I made myself this promise. I was like, okay, never again. I will do anything it takes that in order for like not be here for a full winter. And the thing is like, why would you anyway? This time it's because, you know, there's so much going on in the world and everything that I decided that I was going to stay here. But I've learned. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. So there it is. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here, love. I am so excited to just talk to you because I was just saying, I think, you know, one of those super women, I see you as a superwoman. I really do. Thank you. Every time, every time I see your social media and everything that you're doing and your incredible leadership to so many things that I just don't know how you do. And as you say, you have a team and you have so many people that help you, but I mean, you just, you give in so much. So I just want to say thank you for what you're doing for the collective right now. Oh, thank you. I I appreciate it. (laughs) It definitely wiped me out a little bit, but I'm, I'm. I'm excited, you know? And, you know, I, I would love to, because this is something that I was downloading and it was the, the, how do I even put this is, you know, the healers, the coaches, the leaders, the intuitives, the, the, the people that are here to give so much, it is so hard for us to put boundaries. It is so hard for us to draw the line in which where, you know, where we're giving and then, because that's what we're here. We're Mm -hmm. literally here to give to the collective. So like, I think that giving is easy for us, but where, where the work begins is how do we not give all the time? How do we go back in and do the work of coming into drawing the boundaries and, and, and taking care of ourselves and things like that. And I know for, you know, for, I've known you for a while now, and I know that you have an incredible capability of receiving 
you know, you have built an amazing empire (laughs) and, you know, all the things that you've built, it's so incredible. But at the same time, I wonder like how you deal with this idea of like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're not perfect in any way, but, but that idea of giving over giving and always wanting to give versus drawing the lines and going back in and taking that space. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that I think every healer struggles with and has always been a growth point. And I think that I definitely go through phases where I, I would say overall, I actually think I'm pretty good at it, but then I definitely go through periods where I'm not, I'm not as good at stepping back and, and receiving. And when that happens, I feel it, you know, I feel Mm -hmm. how burnt out I am. And I realized, wow, I needed to keep my boundaries up. And I will say, I mean, I like to think of myself as a boundary queen. Um, and some people, some people think it is mean and I, but to me, I'm like, it's not mean for me to hold up my boundaries, what I need to do to function, because I know what it's like when I don't hold up my boundaries. And then I feel like I'm giving, 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 not receiving. And I get grumpy and I get tired and I get resentful Absolutely. and no one wants to deal with that, you know? So I have to know my boundaries no matter what anyone else has to say about it. And I think there are, you know, within different areas of my life, I, I, I'm very clear on what all those boundaries are that I need to uphold in order to function at my best and really serve people to my best ability. And I also have, I prioritize everything, right? So I'm going to always prioritize, obviously a paying client over some random person sending me a message. Like I would love to get to everybody, but I am going to prioritize who I can respond to because I'm only one person and I can't spend, you know, eight hours a day in my DMs. Like that's not going to work, you know? So I know my priorities there. I know what I need to do in terms of like with business, for example, even just changing my day where I prioritize everything for myself, the content I need to produce first before responding to anyone else, something simple like that is really helpful for me. And I time block everything. So I give myself a limit for how much I can respond to people and how often I'm responding to people because otherwise you can get caught in that cycle that all day. For of, me, it was life-changing. Yeah. You just get caught in like responding all day back and forth. And then you're like, I didn't get anything done. You know, I know for me with my health, like I need to prioritize my sleep. I need to prioritize my me time, my own time for channeling and reflecting and taking a bath and like taking care of my body, my health. That is key for me to be able to do what I do. And I have had times where I let that uh, go to the wayside because I'm mm-hmm. trying to give, 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 and then it all just crumbles. And I've had and different, get so, you know, uh, irritated and frustrated and then yeah. mad and resentful. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, created yeah. that for ourselves. Well, and in the past, like with my business, I've had multiple times where I've had to shut down my entire business because I just, you know, I have, I have a history of multiple autoimmune diseases. And when I push my body too hard, my body just shuts down. And so Mm. I have had periods where I just keep going, going, going. And, and then it just, it's too much. My body literally shuts down. I can't get out of bed. I can't function. It's, it gets really bad. And so having experienced that, um, multiple times, I now know my limits and I'm like, well, I'm not going to get there again. Cause I don't want to have to shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And then who am I really letting down? The other piece though, is that for anyone who's a healer, I think of, you know, part of the way I help people shift their lives is I have to lead by example. And how can I ask anyone else to 
to set their own boundaries or release toxic relationships if I'm not doing the same. And this comes through with, you know, client relationships of if they cross the boundary, I uphold it. And what, and that might sting at first for a client, but then that teaches them with their own clients, they uphold the boundary. And then that client will do the same with people in their lives. Right. So ripple effect. Exactly. And no one needs permission, but a lot of people wait to get it. And that's the way a lot of people get that permission is when they see it being shown to them, being modeled to them. And I think it's, it's a new thing. A lot of people have never been modeled boundaries. So for me, I am clear on what they are. I speak them out. I have to uphold them. And that's how I uh, really balance things out. And it's so incredible to see because, you know, as you're talking about your, you know, your health issues and all the things that you've been through, understanding that just crashing, when we're in the crashing period, when you're like, when we think that everything is just, you know, broken and that, you know, we failed and all the things, it's just showing us that maybe this was not the way. And then Mm -hmm. it shows us again and again and again, and we rebuild it and rebuild it in a way in which it really resonates with our soul because one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you and I want us I want you to share a little bit about your history and and what you've created so far and who you are so that you know the listeners have a little bit of a background but you've created an amazing company you've created something really really incredible and I mean by the time you were 25 you created so much and then continue to grow this empire as I call it <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and, but one of the things is when we worked because we had the same mentor a couple of months back we worked together with Abby who's an amazing person and what I when I remember then because we worked together for six months or I was together with Abby for six months so I, I got to see your growth in six months and one of the things that I've noticed at the beginning was that you know you were going through this period of change you know everything was working for you your business was going amazing you were a business coach at the time you know and, and so many things were working and all of a sudden this shift kicked <laughs> all of a sudden this spiritual transformation and a spiritual calling happened and the thing is when somebody is in a corporate job when somebody have is having you know a life that works for them but it's okay it's such a it's, it's so scary to take a leap into something different but you know for you when something is really working when something is really good how do you take the leap into something different that you don't even know that is going to work so so a little bit of background and a little bit of, into that huge shift and rebranding. Yeah. I mean, man. So what was interesting is I, uh, it's, it was a weird thing where I felt like it it wasn't coming out of left field to me, but for a lot of people, it might've felt like it was because I have been deep into the spiritual stuff for a long time. I just didn't think it was going to be the forefront of my business. And anyone who's worked with me in other capacities, uh, business coaching or for nutrition coaching, that definitely was a big piece of it. And, and also I have been doing energy healing and, and intuitive work for, for a couple of years. Um, but it had just always been something that was kind of like on, on my side and incorporated. And it was at that point that you're referring to where it was like, I, this has to be more at the front. Like Mm. it it just, and it felt so non-resonant anymore for me as a generator. I know, like if I'm not excited about it, 
uh, it's, I can't do it. Like I just, yeah. I, I just can't. So, I mean, the, the history is that I got into, uh, I became, I started my own business because I struggled with chronic illness throughout most of my life. And it really hit a head in college. And that's when I got deep into alternative health and I wasn't really getting much help from Western doctors. And so I started doing my own research and learning more about functional natural approaches and really turn things around. And when I, when I discovered the power of like shifting my diet and my lifestyle, that just, I mean, it was a complete paradigm shift for me and everything that I thought I believed before I, I, I was questioning and I felt like, okay, I need to help other people with this. So then I became a nutritional therapy practitioner. I was working uh, with people who had different types of chronic illness. I'll, I'll say um, a lot of gut issues and amenorrhea as well and autoimmune disease, helping them to heal naturally. And in that process, a big piece of my healing journey was, was energy healing. And so that mm. that's when I started, I became an energy healer and I started visiting different psychics and healers and it was so transformational for me because I was the person, as many of my clients were, where we were doing everything right, eating a really clean diet, perfect, perfect lifestyle, all the right supplements. And why are we still sick? Well, a lot of that is emotional, it's energetic. And so that's why shifting and focusing more on energy work and, um, you know, using intuitive information to really get to the root. And some of those shifts were super powerful and people, uh, you know, I found so much healing in that and I was using that approach with a lot of my clients who had spent, you know, years, like 10, 11 years sick and trying all the experimental treatments and the energy healing was, was helping them heal. Right. And so that was just a big part so of, yeah, like why I got into that and looking back, actually, it's interesting because I think back to all of the intuitives and psychics like and healers I had seen and they all told me that no like you're here to be a channel and I was like what (laughs) no what does that mean okay I was like okay I don't know whatever we'll we'll wait um the deeper I got into that in the last two years I'll say I was just downloading more and more right and there came a point where I I started getting really into like manifestation and just following the flow and my life shifted to the feeling when everything is just literally flowing. And it's like, Oh, I think of this. And then this opportunity drops in my lap. And then, Oh, this person, I meet this person. And it was like, I didn't have to do anything. Everything was just coming straight to me. And I was like, this is alignment. This is it. Right. Yeah. So I hit that point. And part of that transition was moving out of the nutrition space and more into business coaching for other healers. And I felt like I really hit my stride there and I was excited again. I was so excited again. Um, and, and I get physical symptoms when I'm not in the right job. Like my, it's my sacral. I will, I will, if I have any chronic illness symptoms pop up, I know it's because there's something in my work typically that isn't in alignment. And mm, I had started getting so symptoms again. Yeah. I started getting symptoms again. And when I switched to business coaching, it was like overnight, a ton, everything went away. And mm. I was really enjoying that for, for a while. And I, and I still do that, but there came a point where everything was coming through so strongly with all of the channeling. And I had downloaded this new form of energy healing. And, you know, it's like, 
if God comes in front of you and tells you what to do, are you going to be like, no, you know, that's like, <laughs> like how I felt. I was like, okay, well, this is what I need to do. But then there's that human part of me that it's, it totally screws with your mind where you, you know, what's worked, right. I had built this, this business that I always wanted and everything was flowing and there weren't any problems. There weren't really any big problems. Yeah. And I was very, you know, what I thought was successful. And I mean, I still think I'm successful, you know, but like I was at that point and then I'm like, oh, I need to make a change. And it doesn't make sense to your logical mind because you're like, but everything's going so well. Why would I do this? When, when I do this, I, you know, my logical brain is coming up with all of these, my 3d brains coming up with all these things that could go wrong and how is this mm-hmm. going to work? And why would I do this? This doesn't make any sense, but I, this is the part about manifestation uh, that people that blocks them is they're not willing to take the leaps. Right. And I really believe in big risk, big reward. And I get how it works. I get how it works where even if it doesn't make sense, that's the point. I'm not going to get these clear signs from the universe. I'm not going to channel that I'm supposed to do this. And then it'd be like taken away. I'm not going to get tricked (laughs) by the universe. You know what I mean? Um, so, So to me, it is like that it's acknowledging that, that fear that comes up in that piece of my logical brain, but then being like, but I believe in something so much greater and I, and I know this works. Right. And that belief is always going to overpower that fear. Hmm. So then it was the transition just like, let's just do it. And, and why not? Let's see what the universe can, can bring me. And so I've kind of been in that transition and it's been really beautiful. And I think in the process, I also realized a lot of things that I was doing because I kind of knew this is like the step-by-step strategy to build the business this way. And now I'm being, now I'm in this whole new way of building my business, which is actually Mm -hmm. really expansive for me of like, oh, I haven't built it this way before. I haven't really let go of a lot of the strategy and really led my entire business intuitively, which is a whole other ball game. A whole other ball game. Yes. Yeah. So it's been, it's been interesting for me to actually like step into that and realize, wow, all of this is coming up and how to navigate that and see how different it is. And I'm sure you can relate to this. It's very interesting to me now, you know, having been like mostly business coaching for, for that period of time and now doing, I'm still doing that, but also doing a lot more like channeling work and energy healing. I see business content all the time, just because my algorithm is basically set for that to come up. (laughs) And I, I kind of, it just like, none of it resonates with me. I totally hear you. It feels so, everything feels so fear-based. Like Mm -hmm. everything feels, it's like, you have to build your list. You have to do this. You have to do that, do that. And make them super scared so that. Yeah. Yes. And it's all the hustle culture, all the grind. And like, I've done it the hustle way. I've done it the grind way. I've also done it more of the flow way. And now I want to, I want to do it the 5d way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel, and I think that one, because the thing about, you know, the strategy points is that, you know, it's like you do this and then this is a result and then you do this and this is a result. But what we're starting to understand now, especially with this paradigm shift is that you do this, but that it doesn't necessarily say that you're going to have the results. Mm-hmm. When it comes, so when we're following something that we don't even know what is it that we're following, neither we know what's the result out of that. That's the, the, the leap I think that you're talking about. It's like, 
moving intuitively, I've, I really notice when I, when I tap into the spirit of a program, when I tap into the spirit of something that was channeled that, and I ask, how do you want to be shown? How do you want to be expressed? And then when I tap, it's like you tap into like a flow thing. And then it just, it tells you how to do things, but but the thing is that every time is different. So you don't know whether it's going to work or not. You just got to go with it and then and then flow with it. So it's so interesting that we think in terms of control, because society works with control, right? We all have this, I'm going to control this thing and I'm going to make sure that it works out this way, but we just, we don't know. Yeah. So the thing about control, it's like, I'm going to control trying to create all these strategies, but we just never know. We don't, we don't. And that's the thing. It's like so many people still follow the strategy and it doesn't work out for them. Right. There's more than one way to do something, but a lot of people, you know, we're so used to being in that, that fear mindset. We don't even realize it's fear mindset. We think it's just, I have to do this. We're just so So, used to it. Yeah. We're so used to it. And that's why people don't, aren't, don't feel willing to make that leap and jump into, okay, I I know I want this. And if I go this direction, I'll get closer to it, but I have no idea how I'm going to get there. Like it doesn't make logical sense. And if you're only going to do what makes logical sense, well, then you're limiting yourself. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like where we want to go. It's somewhere where we've never been. Exactly. So if we continue to just filter through our 3d and not allow higher energy to guide us through that thing, it's like, it's going to get a lot harder. Quickly interrupting this episode in case you're hearing anything that is resonating with your heart and you feel like you're ready to enter another vortex and work together at a deeper level. Magic Activator is a magical community of weekly activations and monthly transmissions. I've created this community to help you navigate your up levels and spiritual awakenings in grace and full support. You can think of this as your cosmic family. We move through energetic waves together and we create incredible and powerful shifts on a weekly basis. To learn more about Magic Activator, you can go to the link in the show notes and you'll get to learn all the details and how to join us today. Another amazing way to work together yet a lot more intimate is through an energetic soul reading. These private sessions are tailored to your specific path and your soul's purpose. Together, we dive into what's currently upholding your expansion. We uncover dormant intuitive gifts and we release energetic entanglements to reconnect you back with high frequency and divine source. These sessions are a combination of trans-channeling, energetic healing, and downloads of your highest vision and purpose. So basically, you can think of this as everything you didn't know you needed to hear and heal to fully embody and activate your inner magic. Every month, I open a few spots for these intensive sessions and to claim yours, go to the link on the show notes and check my availability. Now, let's go back to this episode. So I remember I, I, I was listening to your podcast because Christina has an amazing podcast, by the way, so go check it out. And <laughs> And... I was listening to this idea of the millennium, the millenniums coming in and changing things up. And I think this is so true because what we're seeing now, it's liberation in every single area of our lives. How this kid comes in and changes everything. And he says, you think this is the way that things worked? Well, let Mm -hmm. me show you a completely different way that also works. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's, it's empowering, you know, but I think that people need to 
Well, it's interesting because I feel like there's this whole group that's come in who they really don't give a shit what other people think. They're just going to say it, right? They're like, this is just how it is, right? And like the older generations, like they're so rebellious, they're so entitled. And like, I mean, sometimes, but also that's part of how people are labeled when they bring in new ideas and new ways of being, Mm -hmm. right? It's threatening to the status quo. But then there's also this group that you know, I feel like it's very much like a bridge gap. Like our generation, I feel like is like, is the bridge is the transition of like, kind of like leading the way for, for the younger generation to like fully step into being Mm -hmm. fully in flow and doing things in a new way. And when you're in that bridge, like that transition, there are a lot of people who they're kind of like, okay, I have these new ideas. I have these inventions, these downloads, these new ways of thinking and being, but I feel like I can't say that. I feel like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that. And it's like, they have it, but are they willing to speak it out? And so it's, you know, something that I really want people to know is it's important to express it. If you have a new idea, if you have a new way of doing something, we are in this period of huge change and huge transition. And how do you think we're going to get to where we've been to where we know we're going? It's a completely new world. And so someone's going to have to speak up all of those ideas that you think are crazy or not crazy. Like people are downloading things for a reason right now. It's coming through for a reason. So speak up, share it. You never know who's going to be like, wait, okay. That makes a lot of sense. You could be offering something that's so revolutionary and you don't even realize. And I think a lot of people for a long time have felt really suppressed and being able to, to voice these, these new ideas but it's, it's going to happen one way or another, but I think it's really empowering to realize like, this is the generation that's bringing in the, the new way of being, you know, like new technologies and in, in every sense of the world, uh, in every sense of the word and uh, new, new ways of being. Absolutely. And it's so, how would you say fun and like yeah. exciting that we are here in, in this transitional point in which we're setting up the, the, the ground for what's to come, you know, because I believe that for us is we are the ones who have to take the bigger leaps. We are the ones who have to leave the old paradigms into the new paradigm. So we are the ones and we, we forget that sometimes we think like we're just the ones who have to hold it together and and move through this, you know, crisis and, and let's get back to the norm, but it's like, no way. Mm-hmm. And as you're saying, it's downloading new ways that break all the rules. And like, I'd love for you to discuss a little bit about your seven dimensional healing, because again, it's just like moving up and, and do it differently. And how did that come for you? Yeah. So that, you know, looking back as I talked about energy healing was a really big piece of, of my physical healing process and emotional healing for sure. But with chronic illness, I felt like I was with chronic illness. I felt like I was very much supposed to go the energy healing route with a lot of that. And I hit this point where I was like, the energy that I'm receiving is just not doing much anymore. Like what happened here? And it kind of took me a long time to realize like, I need higher frequency energy, (laughs) you know, like as I've upgraded and I, the moment that I just like put that together, I was like, wow, duh. It was such a dumb moment, but I honestly just hadn't thought of it that way before, (laughs) but you know what I mean? And, and I realized that. And so that was kind of like this aha moment. Anyway, I had been getting messages for months that like something big was going to happen. I needed to be ready for what they were going to share with me. And I thought they were going to give me like a new diet. I thought they were going to be like, eat this. <laughs> <Right? laughs> uh, um, that's how I think. Anyway, and so it was Lionsgate portal. Um, 
in last year 2020 and I I like went into channel and I was doing all kinds of stuff all this information was coming through and I was writing and then I was just surrounded by and I I can usually tell when they're coming in to do a new upgrade or, or something that feels bigger than just like you know, normal getting information. Yes. Um, and so I'm just surrounded by all of these angels and light beings and ascended masters and, um, and just bright light all around me all like they were so vibrant and it was more, um, you know, when I'm intuiting, cause I'm clairvoyant, but for me, they show up more. I mean, it's more like a hologram, you know? Mm-hmm. So is how I see it. I mean, it was more physical than I'd ever seen it ever. And so I was just surrounded by all this bright light and, uh, they essentially, they activated me and they said, you know, we're downloading a new form of seven dimensional healing into you. It's called a high, we're going to train you how to, in how to use it. You need to bring this to people. This is going to be important for the new age of healing moving forward into the new earth. And they just started giving me all this information and I got a pen and paper and I was just writing for hours and, um, they, you know, there was the whole attunement process and then they were showing me the symbols and different words and all these things. I had no idea what they meant, you know, and I was just writing it all down. And at first, you know, I was like, okay, this is a lot, but I'm just going to go with it. (laughs) And, and they were telling me that, you know, for basically, because there are so many people that are upgrading and as our DNA shifts, we're going to need new types of, I mean, new waves of healing in many different ways, right? Higher dimensional energy healing that upgrades itself, but also, also energy that will help to assist in the, in the upgrades, in the unlocking of the dormant DNA, things to start turning things on within people. And that's what this energy does as well. So it was, it was very profound for me. And after that, pretty much every day I would, you know, go to cosmic school. is what I like to call it. And they would train me in it. And, um, you know, I was sending the energy to myself. The guys were sending the energy to me. And I started using that energy specifically those symbols with my clients and everybody, I mean, it was a noticeable shift. It was so much stronger, so much faster, like laser sharp and people you know, I didn't, I didn't even say anything at first, some of my clients who have been working with for a while. And, and they were like, that was the strongest energy, like I've ever received. Like, and they were just telling me these amazing stories and cause it was at di- di- all distance at the time. Um, and I just started seeing like miracle healing after miracle healing, like people who would, you know, I have to get surgery for my wrist. Oh, I might have to get surgery for my back. Oh, I've had this chronic hip pain for a long time. And like one session and it's gone. And it was, it was shocking. I mean, it, it, it was, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? And I was totally, just totally. spending some time, like using this energy with my clients and also on myself and noticing just these amazing shifts. I mean, I remember, uh, like a week after I got this burn, I got this really bad burn on my neck. Um, and I had already gotten a burn on my neck for my, for, it's for my curling iron <laughs> and everybody on Instagram had like watched me go through this burn. It took like two months to heal. And I got another one on the other side of my neck oh my and, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to send a high to it. And it went away the next day. Wow. And I was, it was just, it was so, so cool. And so, I mean, that's part of the physical effects. Right. But then I started Mm -hmm. using it for manifestation. 
um, anchoring into the seventh dimension is, you know, it, it was also allowing me another way to access the Akashic records, which I had already been, been working in, but I started to use this for my physical health, you know, emotional clearing. And I was just able to go deeper than ever before and really shift a lot of my DNA. And it was interesting because I remember at the time I, I, I saw a couple of other friends who are also healers and I, they were like, you're changing, your DNA is changing. How, how are you doing that? <laughs> I was like, it's this energy. And they, like multiple people kept bringing this up to me and I'm like, yeah, it's this, it's this energy, you know, it's, it literally upgrades your DNA. Um, and it kind of, I think people started to realize it was like very activating. And so people kept coming to me essentially to be activated. Like they would go to a session and, uh, you know, I would just essentially activate whatever needed to be activated. And for a lot of healers, it was really helpful because they're like, oh shit, I just like stepped into this new level and they could feel things turning on again. So it's, yeah. And I've been using it ever since. And it, what I can say is it is, it's a higher frequency. It's stronger. It is faster. It allows me to go a lot deeper than, than before. And for a lot of people who maybe felt like other forms of energy healing aren't really helping as much, you know, I would say this frequency probably will, will affect you, um, in a, in a good way. So it's very activating and yeah, it's totally changed my life. I mean, I, yeah, it's totally changed my life. You, when you work with it, you connect with much higher dimensional beings. Um, and just a lot, a lot more of, um, your abilities are going to turn on because you're really shifting your DNA. So there's a lot of cool stuff you can, you can do with it. And yeah, I love it. And what's cool about it is it, it actually like upgrades itself which is something that, um, you know, I, I was like talking, I talked to the guides about it and cause I'm like, <clears throat> there comes a point where you're like, well, this energy isn't going to help me. And they're like, don't worry. It'll upgrade itself. Now we're working with eighth. Now we're working with ninth and it'll just upgrade itself. Um, which is really, really cool as well. So that's, that's a bit about a high and yeah, it's been totally life-changing for me. That is so fascinating because the same thing has been moving through, I mean, in very different ways, of course, but I remember I had this meditation, I think it was like maybe a month and a half ago, I don't know, somewhere beginning of, of uh, end of January, beginning of February, where I was asking like higher frequencies, higher frequencies, like show me higher frequencies, just because I'm, you know, I get curious and it's so crazy how much is unexplored for us yet, you know, how much we haven't touched yet. Like when we talk about, you know, higher frequency, like there is no, there's no cap of higher yeah. frequencies. And that in itself, it's like freaking fascinating. So it's understanding of like, you know, we just got to ask, like you said, I mean, the thing is like, we're so blocked sometimes to receiving these things that we, do they work? Is it true? Am I imagining? It's like, we just got to move out of that so that mm -hmm. we can truly be the channels of the things that are moving through because most of this stuff, we're not going to understand it because we're not like, it's new. It's all new. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's so much that it's moving, but until we pass, until we are able to move through, because fear is not going to go away. Doubt is not going to go away because we live in a third dimensional world, period. But what, what we can do about it is, can we just, you know, see that as like a little, the little kid in us that it's just doesn't know where it's going, but can we be adults mm -hmm. and can we be leaders to understand of like, can I just get past, you know, egocentric self and start to realize that we're here for the bigger of the collective. And that, that means just 
clearing the shit out of myself <laughs> so that yeah. I can, you know, go past my ego and be open to what's available for us because there's so much that is available for us. And in, in talking about higher dimensions, it's like, let's talk about interdimensional beings because <laughs> you channel so many of them. So I want to, I want to hear, and I, and I also channel so many of them, but I feel like And this is one of the things when I work with people developing their channeling abilities and clearing, you know, that egocentric perspective of our third dimensional being is understanding our unique ways of channeling. Like it does not look the same. Like you and I, I think I've seen you channel a lot and you and I go into a full trans body channeling Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't and that's totally fine. But it's so crazy that even us having the same way of channeling the, the beans that you channel is completely different. And some of them are, you know, Arturians and things like that. But there's so many that I go on your page and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I want this message. So it's so, <laughs> it's so interesting. So I want to ask you like how it's been to, to tap into these different energies because um, like since you really stepped into, into your mission here and what has been how, one of your favorite messages the thing that stuck with you the things that you know you carry on on a daily basis oh wow I mean there are so many I I think (laughs) man I mean what's interesting for me is I I mean I like to channel in different ways I I don't always go into trance I like to I don't even know what you even call it. Like, um, I mean you're always channeling that's yeah yeah that's the thing it's like unless we're super in our head I mean, the main ways I, I get information are I will, I'll essentially like use my clairvoyance, clairaudience, right, to go up there and like perceive the situation, astral travel, and like get the information <laughs> and come down, right? Or I will write, um, and let it flow out, or I'll go into trance, or kind of the main ways. And what's been cool for me is with it's most noticeable for me when I'm trans channeling of channeling different beings to feel the different vibration you know to feel there's such a different frequency and even if you watch yeah like even if you watch videos I mean I did this 30 day it's still up if anybody wants to look at it but um I did this 30 day ascension challenge in in January and every single day I channeled a, a message from, from different beings and some came through a couple of times, but I love, what I loved about that was it was a really great way for people to see kind of side by side, the difference in frequency, the mm-hmm. difference in vibration, because I'm, st- it's still my voice, you know, but I sound a little bit different. You can just tell the difference in energy between different beings. They have their own style and, and way yeah. they say things and just energy, right? If I'm channeling goddess Isis, like that's a much more intense energy than if I'm channeling mother Mary, right? It just, totally. you, can, you can feel the difference. So I, I just love feeling into that, like those, those kind of subtleties, but even as a viewer, you can feel it as well. And, you know, some energies are stronger, some are softer, some are more chaotic, some are more linear, some, some are, are just like so authoritative. Funny one of the things yeah. that I remember when I started channeling is that I was getting frustrated to the fact that I wasn't getting names. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, I just get the message. And the only thing that I know that I'm channeling different beings is to the fact that they feel so differently. So mm-hmm. I, instead of having names for them, I had like frequency, like sets, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's so interesting how I used to say you can see it. 
you can really see yeah. when somebody's channeling the difference of frequencies and energies and and what has been one of the most like coolest messages that you've gotten honestly the one that's standing out to me right now oh, man, there's, there's so much but I think one that really shifted things for me was I channeled this one message from Metatron and he's just a very high frequency. Like it's just it almost, and what I remember when I was channeling, I mean, I almost, I was like, can we stop? Because I felt like I was just like, and I, I was just spinning so quickly in a vortex. Like I thought I was going to throw up. Like I literally thought I was going to throw up and I'm like, what? Like this is, it was so intense for me. And it was about, um, you know, he was talking a lot about time and I think time is very interesting to, to look into. And I always feel like with channeling, what I love about it is I feel like I'm just always a student. I feel like I always learn different things and different beings have different perspectives. And I just like to learn that. But what he was saying was kind of like, okay, like imagine a V. Okay. And you have at the point of the V is you in the now at one top of the V is, uh, like this is kind of past, right? Like that line is the past and up here, um, is the future. That the top other, line is the, the other future. type is, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. So like the two lines. So like one is going up to the future, one is going up to, uh, the past. And then at the center point is the, uh, now. the now. Mm-hmm. So what he was saying was what you, he's like, what you guys do is you just collapse it out into a line. And so you perceive it as a line. He's like, but the truth is when you come up here, you just collapse that V up into a straight line and it is all one in the moment. So he said, so all you have to do to change your past or your present really in a higher dimension is, is just to shift or now. So it's like, yeah. he said, so when you go back into your past, as you perceive it and you shift your perception of the past, right? you like just change how you see it. You you're shifting the energy in that past, which is shifting the energy in the now. You can also do the same thing with a future progression, right? So you can go forward and shift how you perceive things in the future and that's shifting your now too, but you can also go into your now and shift yourself in the now. And then this is shifting our future. And it was like a concept that, you know, I mean, I understood in a different way, but I just feel like that analogy for me, there was something that just like made it click where it was like, wow, we can just collapse this all into one line. And then it goes into one point and it's all simply right now. And I felt like that analogy for me, just like snap something together where I realized I can shift my past and my future right in the now. And I can do the same in the future and the same in the past. And I'm always in a memory and I'm also always in the future. And that was super expansive for me. I absolutely love this. And just, oh my God, this is so great because I love analogies like that too. And yeah. I just, I, I live on them. I love them. And it's so interesting because I literally did a quantum, it was called quantum play. And it was a masterclass that I did last month. And the way they showed it to me, which is really interesting. And again, I don't get, I don't get that many names. Like, I don't know most of the times who I'm channeling. I have no idea. And I don't get caught up on that. Um, so I just, I just call them, you know, frequency sets. And the way they showed it to me was like, we see it as a line, as you said. And then they showed me a circle. Like instead of looking at time as a line, look at it as a circle. And it always, so you're in the middle of the circle, which means wherever you look at, you're in the now. But Mm -hmm. it's just so interesting how, what my point on saying this is, we're all getting the same things. We're all getting all these downloads to understand multidimensional living, to understand, you know, 
our universe at a at a deeper level and if we like if if I got that message and you get the message and I start to say well but I got it this way and you got it that way and like is mine true is your true is where we get caught up in the understanding that so many people need to hear the message in so many different ways like even though I received the message like that and I understood it your like your analogy right now just like mind-blowing to me and I'm like oh my god this is so great this is so exciting it's helping me to move into so it's so interesting that you know all of us who are open to to and everybody can can get this as as you open up and and you're getting the messages in such a different ways but it's kind of it's it's all all these multidimensional beings trying to help us and saying hey listen let's liberate and let's upgrade it's so exciting yeah and the thing is like I mean what I love is when they explain things in different ways, because you never know like which analogy is going to stick or like just the time that you hear it, you're like, okay, I get it now. And I love how I can hear a similar message, like, you know, in a hundred different ways. And I'm getting Mm -hmm. something new every single time, just in a new way of explaining it, which I love. And I think, you know, for me personally, I'm the kind of person who, when I'm channeling and I feel like I'm very much filtered this way, right? The same way, like we all channel differently. We all receive like different types of information. Some people are very much more into like the uh, extraterrestrial kind of stuff, right? Some people are very much more into, uh, you know, like everybody angels kind of has their, or, yeah, yes. angels, yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of has their own different spin on it. Totally. I'm very much filtered into like things that are applicable now, mm-hmm. right? So like I, and I, like, I don't tend to kind of just go off and ask questions if it's not going to help me shift something in my life, if that makes sense, you know? So I very much filter from that lens because I mean, personally, and this is just my opinion. I feel like a lot of people get lost in channeling about things like where I'm like, but does this matter? Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you bringing this down into, into a piece of information that actually helps people make a shift or helps yourself make a shift. And I think that's where people can get really deep into rabbit holes. And I actually think there, and I've seen this a lot. It's been interesting as more people kind of step into the, into their spiritual awakenings. And some people start going deep down these rabbit holes that actually bring them back down into fear Mm -hmm. of a lot of things. And I'm, and I went through that period and I was just like, but this isn't even helping me. Right. And so do I need to go deep into these rabbit holes if it's just making me afraid or even more confused? And I, at the same time, I don't feel like it's helping me improve my life at all. Right. What I like is all of the, the nuggets that they share that help me move forward, that help me heal, that help me create the life I want, that help me, you know, in my, in my life where it's applicable. So that's kind of my filter personally, rather than just kind of like asking random questions just to ask. And sometimes that's fun, but I like to bring things down into, into a a takeaway, like, okay, this is what you can do in your life, or this is how this applies to you. Um, because there is this piece of, you know, we're still living on this earth and like, we still need to be grounded. And I think a lot of people just want to float up in space. Yeah. Look, you decided to, to incarnate here right now for this experience. And this is an experience that you're not going to have other places. So you might as well make the most of it. And to me, I didn't become a human to master floating around in astral traveling. I became a human to master being a human. And I can take information that I get from astral traveling to master that. But I think a lot of people want to jump over that. And then you're not doing what you came here to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, I have so much to say about that because um, as you're saying, so many people can go into these rabbit holes and, you know, and even sometimes go a little cuckoo and a little crazy in their ways. I mean, I'm not judging anything. I'm just saying like, you can absolutely go cuckoo and crazy when these mm-hmm. higher frequencies are not integrated in the body, when they're not mm-hmm. integrating in, you know, in, in this 3D dimensional thing. So I think everybody needs something different and desires something different and therefore you know there are channelers that you know all of our light workers are working differently to different energies to different crowds and to different people and that's amazing but I think that's the reason why I I'm so connected to the way you do it too it's because you have it a very grounded way in a very integrated way in a way that actually helps you know the people that want not to just bypass the earth experience and the human experience but to make the best out of that experience so so thank you for sharing that christina that was amazing and and just you know to pick your brain and to get a little bit into the way you're thinking and how you're channeling these things it's so amazing I was actually, yeah, <laughs> I was actually before, and I do this before every interview is that because I'm a, as a reflector, I don't like to, and as many of you are listening, probably notices that as a reflector, I try not to prepare the interviews and not to think about anything because I just want to reflect back to whatever the, the guest is, you know, reflecting at the time and what their energies is sharing with me. So it's always just a reflection, like the person talks and I'm just reflecting back and it's really interesting, but I always just tap in and see what, what nugget, what, what should I ask? Is there anything? And it's always really random, but for you, the question they're like, that they're like, just ask, ask this, you know, and, and I don't know what that would bring for you, but it was like, what did you dream when you were a kid? Like when you were a child, what were your dream? <laughs> Where are your like big dream when you were a kid? Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that you do that. Of course. Um, I love it. Okay. When I was a kid, I mean, I had a lot of dreams, but my dream was, I mean, I wanted to be on stage giving speeches. Like I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be. And when I was really little, I was actually thinking about this a lot in the last few days of, you know, when I was really young, when I was really young, I was super, super tapped in and I, I got, and I was channeling a lot. Like I remember giving these speeches. I would read books. I would read before I ever learned how to read. I would read entire books. And my, remember my grandma, my grandparents, my parents would be like, how is she? Like I was like one and I'm like reading books. I was channeling, you know, and I remember I would walk in, in my room and my mom would like peek in and I'd be just giving speeches. Like and I'd be using word. It was just oh really God, bizarre. Um, <laughs> and, and I, and I was thinking about this uh, over the weekend because I was like, well, I finally connected kind of what happened when I got knocked out of that. And it was, it was, mm. Um, a traumatic experience. My, my dad got in a really bad accident and I finally like connected that. It was really interesting. But when I was younger, I, I wanted to, you know, at first I, I, people still will make fun of me to to this day. Like my family, they'll be like, do you still want to be the president? I used to say I wanted to be the president (laughs) and I used to say I wanted to be an actress. Um, but what I really wanted, and even like, as I got a little bit older was I just, I knew I wanted to like be giving speeches. I wanted to be in front of people in front of crowds. Like that's what I wanted when I was little. And it's interesting because I don't think of myself, like, if you ask me what I want to do, like, 
like the thought of just like giving a speech on a stage does not sound fun to me at all. Like, <laughs> I, like you and I, like, you know, Abby will talk a lot about TED Talks. I'm like, I have literally no interest in it. Like, <laughs> to be honest, um, like, but I, I see how that comes out a lot with, you know, being on podcasting and yes. being on, you know, all these different platforms where you are speaking. So, but I just knew I wanted to affect people. Like I wanted to make deep change. And I actually really wanted to, for a long time, focus on, um, like middle school girls, middle school and high school girls, and a lot around bullying and like stepping into your confidence, like anti-bullying obviously. And like stepping into your confidence. I always thought I was going to be the person that like went to schools and taught about that. Um, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I wanted when I was younger. That is so interesting because it's like, it's like the same, but it's a different form of it. So what would you think your, 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 your child would say about what you do today and how you do it now? <laughs> I think that, um, my child would, would love it. And I think my child would feel safe mm. that she had someone I already know it's going to be a girl, um, <laughs> that she had someone to like create that space for her to not feel afraid of what she can do. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, no, totally like to, to be that space. And it, that's so incredible. And that's for your child. And as far as you, when you were a kid, what would you say if you were to look at you now? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. I think though, doesn't matter. Well, me as a kid, I mean, I mean, I think when I was younger, I would be, I would be excited, but probably confused, you know, (laughs) like I, you know, when you're younger and you have a lot of these very spiritual experiences, Mm -hmm. you don't really understand it. And a lot of it really scared me. A lot of it really, really scared me. Um, and so I think maybe there would be some caution around like, this is a lot, you know, but I think I would be, I think I'd be really excited. I'd probably be like, go bigger. I had a very big personality. I'd probably be like, go bigger, you know? That's um, amazing. So that's what I'd probably say. That's so great. Go bigger. Well, you know, something to take out of this. Um, I love that. <laughs> and I think the last question that I want to go into, if you, if you feel like you want to share is the the nugget that you just spit about, you know, how you got knocked out of this bigger personality of this, you know, mm-hmm. um, channeler at one, <laughs> at the age of one towards, you know, maybe that gap in which you, you kind of moved your paths because of the accident. Can you share that? Yeah. I mean, I, I've always felt like my life has been very split in different ways, but when I was, you know, a little bit older. Well, like I was still a kid. I mean, when I was around seven or eight, I very much felt this whole shift in my personality. Like it was like, I got knocked out of my body and I wasn't myself anymore. And I was just so deeply embedded with fear and, and panic. And I think that's when a lot of my anxiety and depression really like rooted in. And I had always felt very different, but when I was younger, I would just wear that loud and proud. Like I just did not care. Right. But then, and again, I, now I'm real like finally connected. Like it was very much when my dad got in that car accident, he, um, he flew like a car hit him, like 
he flew like 150 feet and broke his leg in like 18 places. And it was very traumatic for me. Um, because I, like, I literally, like I saw him in the hospital, I saw his bloody mangled leg, like, and I was Mm. very young and just the whole experience of how I was brought in there. Um, I didn't know what was going on. It, It was just very, it was just a lot for me. And I, and then, you know, my mom was working a lot and my, my sister was, I don't know what she was doing, but I very much <laughs> felt like during that time. And I think about it, I'm like, where was she? But, uh, I just felt my personality shift and I was just, I was watching him all the time. I'd sit by his bed and make sure he was okay. And like, you know, he couldn't really do much. So I had to do a lot. I was doing a lot for him. Um, and I just felt like my whole body shifted. And I remember very clearly before and after that, we used to have to give speeches, uh, in class and I always kicked ass at them. I just would get up there and wing it. And I, you know, nailed it. And it was, it was all good. (laughs) I was so good at them. And, but then after that, I remember a couple months after that, I had, I had to give a speech and I went up there and I just choked and I, I had no cards and I would like, I was shaking as I talked and I was like, what's happening to me? Like, I, I felt like a completely different person and that type of energy, that anxious energy, I mean, stayed with me like for the rest of my education, like through college. Mm-hmm. And I, but after that, my personality very much shifted. I got a lot quieter and I really stopped talking a lot. I really didn't talk very much. Um, I mean, I talked, you know what I mean? But like when I was at home, I was pretty much silent with friends. I was more of the, like, yeah, I would, I would say things, but I kind of just went along with people rather than like being in a, that yeah. leadership energy. I was just a different personality, you know? And I was like that, I would say probably until closer to the end of high school. And that's when it kind of started opening up a little bit, but it was really not until I had my chronic illness that I found my voice again, because I had to, you know, I had to, I mean, I had all kinds of people telling me I was going to die and telling me I was lying. And it was, that was, that was a really big trauma for me, that whole experience. Um, And I had to stand up for myself because I was like, it was me. And if, you know, I was like not going to be left for dead, which is what I felt like was happening to me. And through that, I found my voice. And since then it was like, everything just opened up again. So I kind of felt like I got knocked out. I, like I was very in tune when I was younger, but there was, you know, I didn't know how to process everything. It was very overwhelming. And then I got like knocked out and I was just like, I feel like I was a shell of a person from like eight to 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after 20, it just started opening up again. So that's kind of my experience with that. And it's so interesting because what I want to say when I want to reflect back on that is, you know, we see illnesses and we see diseases as as a curse or as it's happening to me or as all those things, but really is. And I know, especially when you're in pain and especially when things are not working out and especially when you think that, or you can't really see the bigger picture of what's happening, it really seems like it's happening to you but these things is like is that dc is is for you and the way i'm reflecting back to what you're saying is it was it was a physical manifestation of something that has been off for such a long time that you within your conscious you know within your 3d paradigm were not able to see or fix or even become aware of so this manifest manifests into the physical form of an illness into the physical form into a disease and then but it's for you it's like hey we've got to do something about this we 
we have so much to give. There's so much light. There's, you know, you got come back to the leader that you are. And then it's showing and I'm sure it was a very difficult road for you. I'm sure it was really dramatic and not dramatic, but traumatic, <laughs> very traumatic for you to go this thing. You just, I can't even feel the energy when you're talking. But the thing is, you know, for, for people like you to be able to talk about this and look at it as like, it's actually an awakening. It was actually the blessing for me. It was actually the thing that got me to where I'm at. So, so I think, thank you for sharing all of that. I, I really appreciate and, and all you do. And, you know, thank you so much. Thank you. No. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, when you're in it, you feel like, Oh, it's happening to me, but I, and I was actually just writing a post about this, um, that I want to post because like, I'm like, no, I 100% manifested it. I 100% manifested it because we do, we manifest everything. Yeah. I 100%. I mean, and I look at the two big things for me when I think about that experience. I mean, yeah, it was like the catalyst for my spiritual awakening was a catalyst for me finding myself. It was, me getting like bumped on the other path, like on the right path, you know? And Mm -hmm. the, the two things that stand out to me are one, I wanted to disappear. Like I did not want to be here. I did not want to be here. And so my body literally started to disappear. Like my organs started to shut down. I wasn't observing food. Like, and I had been thinking that thought forever, like for such a long time. And so on that one hand, I feel like that very much. Yeah. I, I manifested that because I was like, I don't want to be here. I literally would say that all the time. On the other side, I wanted like my biggest thing, like growing up, I would always, I would be so distraught about this. I'm like, what is my purpose? Like I, I want to do something that feels meaningful. I hate going to school every day. And then like, you know, doing sports and then all of that. I just felt, it just felt like, what is the fucking point of this? Like nothing felt meaningful. Nothing felt purposeful. And as I went to college and I, I had kind of this whole career path lined up in my head. That was what I thought other people would say would be successful. I was still looking for approval and it was kind of like, you know, classic what I should do. When I would think about it, I'm like, God, I don't even want to do this. Mm -hmm. And will I actually feel fulfilled? Like, will I actually feel like I'm giving like meaning well, am I actually helping people in that deep, impactful way that I want to? That means that to me. And it was a no, right? And so without that chronic illness, I would probably still have gone down that path and I would probably be miserable right now. I never would have gotten into alternative health and then spirituality without that experience. I, I just, I, I mean, I probably would have I, later on, right? Because if it was for me- With some other thing. Yeah, it would have been some other thing, but it just knocked me on the right path. So I feel like those are the two big things where I'm like, yeah, I totally called it in and I'm grateful for it because without it, I would not be who I am. I hear you hundred <laughs> percent. Like, oh my God, you're, you're so amazing. I, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for sharing with us. I am so excited that all the listeners get to just pick because there's so much in this episode. So I hope that all of you listening are having an awesome time and please continue to get into Christina's world. She is amazing. So share it with us, Christina, what is the best way to get in your world right now? Where are you up to? What's up? Yes, of course. Okay. So everything is Christina, the channel. So I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram. It's just Christina, the channel on Instagram. I'm doing a lot more on YouTube, which I'm really excited about. I just like that longer form Mm, content. And that's where a lot of my channeled messages are. So I'm on YouTube at Christina, the channel on TikTok at Christina, the channel and my podcast. (laughs) I do two episodes a week. It's Christina, the channel podcast. And 
all of my offerings and everything is on my website, which is also christinathechannel.com. So pretty simple to find me. I would love to connect with you. And thank you so much for having me on the show. This was so much fun. It's so nice to just like, I love podcasting with people I know and I'm friends with because it just, it's just, yeah, so much easier. And I I appreciate all of the reflections. So I really, really appreciate it. (laughs) You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. I love having conversations like this. And especially when we are kind of in the same vibration. I love it. And I love that you came into the, into the podcast and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys are loving it. So pretty easy. Christina, the channel, go follow her. She's amazing. Enter her world, get all up into all the things that she has to channel and all the things that she's into right now. Cause she's definitely a, a being that you want in your life. So thank you all of you for listening and I'll see you next time.